We're live. What is up, everybody? How are you? I am Dan Donahue. This is the Dancers Podcast. I record it live, and then I post it afterwards so you can see it now, or maybe you're seeing this sometime in the future. Maybe you're a uh, an alien from 10,000 years in the future with really, really bad taste in podcasts, and you've listened through all of the other podcasts that are objectively of higher quality with more intelligent hosts. And uh, to you I say, which in your language means, hello, how are you? Nice to meet you. you. You're looking sexy, which I didn't mean to say, but I haven't brushed up on my alien linguistics recently. How are you? I've been having a good week so far. It's been nice. I've been trying to read more stuff about like psychology things because I don't know anything about psychology. I've realized I've realized everyone in the city I live in, which is Los Angeles, California, knows everything about psychology. In fact, everyone in Los Angeles, California, I don't know if you know this, is a licensed psychotherapist. I had no idea. But the level to which people that I meet on a daily basis will come up to me and go, oh, actually, that's your mother talking is insane. So I, I assume that everyone I'm speaking to has a degree in psychotherapy. Otherwise, they would just be some stupid person who doesn't know what they're talking about. That couldn't be the case, could it? Otherwise, it would have to be some dingus with a bad idea of what is wrong with me and, by extension, what is wrong with them. But that couldn't be the case. They all must have degrees in psychotherapy. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the live chat, folks. So I've been reading a book about like mental health stuff. It talks about boundaries. It talks about, and you know, I find this issue, and I, I think a lot of people do, and I'm going to talk about it here. When you start reading and learning about mental health stuff, it's very good. It's very important. But some people have this tendency when they start to learn about mental health to pathologize everything they come across, to pathologize every person, to break down and dissect, as though, again, they have some sort of a degree in psychotherapy. And they speak as though they are not just some guy or gal who read a book. And that doesn't make you licensed to talk about things. But I, I came across that. I'm, I'm reading a book about, like, a, a attachment styles, basically, and it's very good. But a lot of the stuff that you read in the book is like, oh, well, this means you have an insecure attachment style. And I'll go, like, meet my friends, and they'll start talking about their girlfriend. I'll be like, what kind of, what kind of attachment style is that? Let's just say this. Can I say this? There's a lot of people that need work and that need help. But... Not everything is a red flag. Not every, and that, there are some things that you just don't like. There's some things that you personally just don't like. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There, you can have stuff that you just don't like. You don't have to, a red flag is something where it's like, this is a sign of like instability and like lack of mental health and maybe even danger. Like that's what a red flag literally mean means is a danger is coming. 
or you just don't like something. It's it's this thing. I I don't know if you guys are aware of what ick is. Ick is this thing. It's a thing that you hear about, and it's like, oh, that was already a thing. You're just putting a different name to it. But it's basically when someone does something very specific that you didn't know was a turnoff for you, and then they do it, and then you realize, oh, that's a turnoff for me. And it it would be something like this. Like, I was I was on a date with someone, and they tripped over their own feet, and it, I got the ick from that. Now, we had a word for that before. It's called being an asshole. And there's nothing wrong with being an asshole. Everyone is sometimes, from time to time. But if you see someone, I don't know, fall over or drop something or, uh, like, whatever, do something that you find to be, like, like, something innocuous like that where they're not trying to, you know, do something, something simple, something that every human being does, and your initial reaction is, oh, that's gross. The one that I read, it's just hyper, it's hyper in my own mind right now. But uh, one was like, I was walking with a guy, it was a woman talking about this, and he tripped over his shoelaces and I got the ick. If you're walking with someone and they trip and something in you, whether it's conscious or subconscious, makes you go, oh, that is no longer, like that is someone I'm now unattracted to, you're an asshole. And that, again, I am not using that as a disparaging term. I want to keep that clear. Everyone at some point is an asshole. But we can't, what we can't do is put words to these things that make them sound like they are, oh, everybody does that. It's like, yeah, sure, everybody does that. And it's kind, you're kind of being a dick when you talk about it on the internet. There's a difference between feeling it and then putting a camera in your face and going, I was on a date with somebody and they tripped over their shoelaces and I got the ick. It's like, that's you broadcasting to the world that you are an asshole. And that, if that's your prerogative, hell yes. That is so much of what comedy is, is putting a camera in your face and broadcasting to the world that you're actually a jerk. And that's fine. That's, that's learning. That's being a person, right? Yeah, someone in the chat just said, that's how I feel whenever I see anyone eat mustard. Perfect example. Now we can agree eating mustard isn't a crime and doesn't hurt anyone. And it's a personal experience. You're having a personal experience where when you see someone eat mustard, you go, that makes me uncomfortable. That's totally fine. But putting a camera to your face and broadcasting it, like that is a normal reaction to someone eating mustard, is you being an asshole. And again, not disparaging you, I am just saying what that is. Let's get into some questions. Imagine if I made a video, and I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to harp on this, but if I made a video where I was like, oh, I was on a date with a girl, and her, her glasses fell off of her face, and I got the ick, you would rightfully be like, yeah, you should shut up. You would rightfully be like that, because that's a stupid thing for me to broadcast to the world. And I don't, I'm sorry if I'm being disparaging to the people that make those, uh, that make those videos. And it's, I'm sure there's some that are funny. And I'm sure that there's some that are tongue in cheek. I don't want to sound unbalanced here. But sometimes, this is, it's kind of like a convoluted thing to get into. But it's like, 
sometimes people will share something in order to just bring to light something that's normal and natural that happens. And that if that's your your thing with that, that's fine to me. But there's a difference between normal and justifiable, right? Let's break that down for just one second. Bear with me and we'll get into the advice. Normal and justifiable, right? Normal people do unjustifiable things all the time, all right? And that's fine. That's just something I can't, if I can sit down with you and you can justify every single thing you do in the day, you're a robot, right? I do stupid, unjustifiable things all the time. But to act like those unjustifiable things are justifiable just because they are normal is not good. Loud chewing. See, like, loud chewing is something I don't I don't love when someone does, right? If you're a loud chewer, that might be my... But I'm not going to go online and be like, if you chew loud, I hate that. It's, why? How about we do the reverse ick, huh? How about we talk about things that people around us do that make us feel good? Huh? Isn't that a crazy... Wouldn't that be a crazy... Wouldn't no one watch those videos? Because there's no contempt involved in those videos. Anyway. Oh my god. Wow. Someone just tipped the video. That is incredible. That's, I think, one of the first times that's ever happened live. I really appreciate that. Thank you. We're going to get into some advice here. Um, one moment, please. Let's get into some advice. All right. This is a question from somebody. They said... How do I exude don't F with me energy, I'm armed, uh, when I'm walking around at night as a woman? So this person is basically asking, when I'm walking around at night, how do I exude the energy to don't mess with me? And they also said, I'm armed. So they, they this person who asked this advice, this person wants to have the energy of someone who is armed while they're walking around. Let me let me give you maybe a possibility here. Hey, be armed. You know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. Listen. Certain people have a comfort level. I do think it is interesting when you look at uh, crime statistics and you see uh, how few uh, assaults with a deadly weapon are committed by women, and you think, hey, maybe it should be. I don't know. Listen, I'm not. I'm not making any. I'm just making an interesting observation. And. Uh, but I think if you really want to exude that energy, you're going to have to, you're, we're going to have to go shopping. All right. We're going to have to go wardrobe shopping here. All right. We're going to have to get some clothes. So if you want, I'm armed energy. All right. We're going to go with the, with the, uh, hardcore CrossFit army wife. That's the look I'm going. So let me explain what this is. Cause it's very, very important. Okay. So hardcore cross the army wife, woman who is married to a guy who is in the military and clearly takes a lot of cues from him in terms of style, in terms of exercise regimen, and oh, by proxy, you know in terms of what they're carrying around. Pink, we're going to go maybe pink camo shirt, right? Pink camo shirt. We want CrossFit hat. What do we want for pants here? You know what? We can go leggings, actually. I know that I know that you might think 
Uh, I know that you might think, oh, leggings, that's kind of the opposite of what we're going for in a, like, don't F with me outfit. But here's the thing. Those leggings are going to be attached uh, with one of those, like, around-the-waist leashes onto a 250-pound pit bull. Okay? That's the end. The number one thing that is going to tie this outfit together is going to be a 250-pound pit bull. All right? Next question. Should I go to a concert that is 350 miles away from where I live? Great question. Great question. What band are we seeing? Now, personally, I have never seen a concert that is worth that far i i've every time i see a concert i'm gonna be honest with you folks and it may be because i haven't seen enough concerts every time i see a concert i go and i look around and i listen to the music the band comes out everybody's really excited and then they start playing the songs and i can't help but have the thought oh that thing I could have listened to on my headphones. Some people might say that's because I have no ability to share energy back and forth with people on, on stage, right? Some people may say that's a, that's a block in my creative and communal abilities as a human being. You might be right. But every time I pay, I've paid a decent amount like not crazy amount for tickets but like a hundred dollars 150 dollars for a concert at one point right every time i go there you know you get you get a couple beers in you you and your friends are there you're all excited the thing's gonna happen the thing's gonna happen and then the thing happens and it's like oh a uh a less clear version of a thing i could listen to on my headphones i would love to see a concert that sways me on that i simply have not yet now should you travel that far for a concert i don't know how let's ask some questions about this band what genre of music number one if we're talking punk rock see the concert you never know how long those guys are going to be around that if it is a young punk band see the concert Travel as far as you need to, okay? Because it ain't going to be long before you get one of those really sad Instagram stories where it's like we're going to have to get a new lead singer. And that's a different band, all right? <clears throat> now, if it's a... Okay, if it's a like a pop band, all right? I'm talking uh, about like dance numbers, all that stuff. Ask yourself this question. Is there anyone in that band that seems to be a standout talent? Is there anyone in that band that seems to rise above the other members of the band? If that is the case, see them now. Or see that person's solo act like six months later. I think the volatility of the band should dictate whether or not you should see them. Okay? The volatility of the band should dictate whether or not you should see them. Lionel Richie. Let's say Lionel Richie 20 years ago. I would say, wait for him to come closer. 
I saw Lionel Richie live once. <clears throat> it was one of the most amazing performances I've ever seen. You watch that guy and you go, you're going to perform. They're going to wheel you out on stage and you're going to still have a thousand watt smile and be charming for all these people. I saw Lionel Richie at the Hollywood Bowl and it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. I didn't know 58 year old to, I didn't know, <laughs> I mean, I didn't know 60 year olds could get that horny. There was a palpable sexual energy at the Lionel Richie concert I went to where I was like, I gotta get out of here. This is, I, this is nuts. The, these people are reliving quaaludes right now. That's what it felt like. It was amazing. Lionel Richie, great performer. But it, it, he's getting a little a little bit older now, so maybe maybe see Lionel now. But, like, you know, Willie Nelson is about to perform there. there there's these guys where you look at them and you go, you're going to be around for a long time. But a punk band, certain rappers, you go, watch them now. Watch them right now. Go make the trip. Great question. Should I move to Florida for a funded PhD? Funded PhD. Whew. Smarty pants. We got a smarty pants on our hand. Should I move to Florida for a funded PhD or is it a trap? No, it's not a trap. You should go to Florida for the funded. L listen. Florida has traps. Florida will trap you in there. But it ain't funded PhDs that are getting people to Florida. All right? That that ain't a trap. F NASCAR? That'll trap you in Florida. You hear those cars going. You see those mullets. You go, I'm going to stay here, baby. Liquor will trap you in Florida. Okay? That little that little one step above liquor, if you know what I'm saying. That uh that that kind of powdered coffee, if you know what I'm saying, that'll keep you in Florida. PhDs are not how they are trapping people in Florida. Florida isn't like come come to Florida, the land of the PhDs. There's tons of smart people there. Tons. But that's not how they're trapping people there. There's a lot more there's a lot more accoutrement in Florida to get you over there, okay? But that's lovely. I mean, a PhD is great in Florida. You're gonna be able to, you're gonna be able to like get halfway through your research paper and then go outside and just kill every brain cell that you created. I mean, that's a beautiful kind of back and forth. You know what's great about getting your PhD in Florida? And I know Florida isn't all partying. Listen, I understand. I'm a big boy. There's a lot of stuff going on in Florida. That has been my experience in Florida. Okay? Florida's fun. There's a lot of fun. Can I say that? Is someone going to come and arrest me for saying that Florida is a fun place? I like it a lot. And the great thing about getting your PhD in Florida is not only do you get to learn stuff, you get to learn it four, five, six times because you are going to forget it every single night you are there. That is beautiful. That's great. Yeah, do the PhD in Florida. Have fun over there, all right? 
you get the you get the Dan Donahue stamp of approval. Oh, here's here's a good th this one we were kind of talking about a little bit. How to set healthy boundaries with families who have none. You also don't want to cut them off. Ooh. Ooh, your family doesn't have any boundaries? No bound no boundaries. Your family knows no bounds. You're like I'm going to the shower. They're like we're coming. You're like I got a first date. They're like we got a first date. <laughs> family doesn't know boundaries. You got to set them. And you do. You do have to set the boundaries, okay? But you don't want to cut them off. You got to start. You know what? Maybe you, because you sound like a person who wants to set boundaries, right? Obviously, you just asked the question. You should start breaking your family's boundaries. Make them push away from you. Okay? Because something tells me you're not pushing the boundaries here either. This is a one way. They're pushing you and they know they can push you around because they know you're not going to push back. Hey, call their bluff here. Go up to your dad. Be like, hey, dad, how's things with mom? He'll be like, fine. He'll be like, things in, things in bed? Okay. He'll be like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh, you'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, just wondering. Your dad's never going to talk to you again. All right? He's never going to talk to you again. You have just created a boundary by breaking a boundary. All right? This is the Dan Donahue solution for healthy family boundaries. You break a boundary, they'll break a boundary. Go up to your mom. Be like, hey, mom, how's work? She'll be like, it's fine. Be like, how much exactly to the dollar are they paying you? And she'll be like, oh, well, I don't feel. Boom. Off the table. You're done talking with mom. Brothers and sisters a little harder, all right? Brothers and sisters, I mean, that's a tough that's a tough boundary, okay? You need to teach people how to treat you. The brother and sister, I would say I I mean if you're if you're a male and you have you have a brother, just fight them. Just just fight them there's a lot there's a lot that can be solved with a good fist fight with your brother sister brother brother and sister you're going to have to continue what you guys have been doing your entire lives which is deep rooted psychological warfare and you need to get the upper hand in that all right so there's a lot of dynamics going on here with the whole family right it's tough but you can do it. You need to start breaking their boundaries, though. Here's what, oh, here's what you do. Brother and sister, do they have a place? Guess what? Now you have a place. All right? Hey, hey, yeah. No, I, I mean, things are going fine at work, and I have my spot, but can I just crash with you for a little bit? Guess how long a little bit is? As long as they can take it. All right? Call up your sister. Hey, hey, um, yeah, so... Yeah, things are, I mean, no, yeah, things are fine. Like, I'm just, I, I thought I'd just visit for a little bit. You know how long a little bit is? As long as it takes before she attacks you with her blow dryer because you are setting a boundary by breaking a boundary. I should write a book. 
I should write a book. That might be one of the best pieces of advice I've ever given on this podcast. You set a boundary by break. Set it, break it. Set it, break it. Gosh darn. That's the last uh, thing I got from the phone. If anyone has any questions in the chat. Oh, the chat's been live and I haven't checked it. I'm sorry. The thing about boundaries is you have to teach people how to treat you. But in most cases, they won't understand. And it's totally normal. And it's not your problem. It's theirs. Interesting. I think it is theirs. This is what I'm saying here, kind of. You make it their problem. Okay? So what is a boundary? When we think about it, what is a boundary? A boundary is, let's say, like a boundary between, between two warring nations, right? What's that going to have on it? A little bit of barbed wire right you gotta have a little you gotta have a little bit of barbed wire on your boundary you know what my boundaries have turrets lined all of so you break a boundary you're getting lit up all right you're getting absolutely lit up <laughs> hey thank you so much folks We're, we got some positive stuff going on in the chat well, that's the episode this week. It was a quick one. We had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, oh, see me live, San Diego. Oh, I'm sorry. No, this podcast isn't over by any means. God, so many people just tuned out there, I'm sure. But you have no idea there's so much more to go. I am doing a stand-up comedy show in San Diego with my friends Dylan Sabiza and Andy Ison. okay? Two incredibly funny people two of my friends were doing stand-up comedy show in San Diego, California. Mic drop comedy. I do not know how ticket sales are. All right? This is the fun thing about comedy. Let me let you in on my life a little bit. Sometimes you don't really know where ticket sales are. I would love for 50 people. I would, oh, 60 people? I'm over the moon. If you're in the San Diego area, I'm headlining. It's going to be one of the few chances you get to see me headlining there for a little while. Please, please come. It will be a good show. If it's not a good show, I will be hanging out after. I will, I will do a dance and ask you for mercy. I will, uh, I will teach you a foreign language after the show is over, okay? If you have children, do not bring them to the show. Do not bring them to the show. I will make a personalized video of them, or for them, not of them, Jesus Christ, not of them. I will make a personalized video for them, teaching them an important life skill they do not yet know. Do you want me to teach your child to do taxes? Please come to my stand-up comedy show at Mic Drop Comedy in San Diego, okay? So, uh, I would love if, uh, if you came out micdropcomedy.com, you can get tickets on their website. Thank you all for joining. This has been a really fun episode, uh, and I'll talk to you all soon. Thank you very much. Have a good one.